Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Boozer. And I'm the Brain. And welcome to another episode where we are making a return to one of our favourites from Brazil. We're heading to Brazil, so we are. So we are. And it's another three from the amazing brewery that is New Bristol Brewery. We love them. These should be Gertlash. I'll stop now. Please do. <laughs> you love it. Please. Um, I mean, no, I think what you meant to say was I loathe it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I keep mispronouncing that word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what have we got today? Well, what we have got today is, um, well, we've got quite a funky lineup, actually. We're going to be starting with a lovely little beer called Wonderland, which is a New England pale ale coming in at 4.1%. I'm going to follow that up with The Boogie Below, which is a milkshake IPA coming in at 5%. Shake it on down. And then, and this is the one that worries me, um, well, there's no other way to say this, we're going to be finishing up with Mellow Yellow. Quite um, rightly. Which, which they tell us is an IPA at 5.2%. And we have no reason to think they'd be lying to us. Well, I mean, with that name, jury's still out. I, that's a testament to how our brains work differently, because you're thinking that. I was thinking about the song. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it probably is more likely a reference because to the song. Mellow but... yellow, quite rightly. Anyway, we'll come to that one. Um, let's take a trip to Wonderland, shall we? Let's. Always a fun place to go. Always a fun place to go. And looking at the artwork on the can, clearly no different here. Um, again, if you've not listened to our talks about New Bristol before, then um, please do go and uh, and have a listen. But um, once again, we see our good friend Alfred the Gorilla in Yay. a wonderful um, scene of what looks like sort of sand dunes almost, but he's right next to two wonderful looking trees with fireflies and wonderful pink leaves. And, oh, it, yeah, yeah. it looks wonderful. And of course I'm describing it terribly, but of course you will be able to see a picture of it on our Instagram page. You will indeed. It's a really sort of chilled out landscape. Um, that he seems to be walking through in this one. So I'm looking forward to diving into it. Shall we? Yeah, I think we shall. Mm, nice fruity whiff coming out of the can there. Very true, but you know, it doesn't barely... shoot out. It's not, you know, it's not super powerful, but it's, you know, it's quite chilled out. True. Yeah, no, absolutely right. Was, um, but, you know, with being a Nipah, we'd expect some fruitiness, wouldn't we? Yeah, exactly. What have we got on the side? So again, you know, New Bristol are really good at sort of giving a little bit of info on the side of the can. Um, you know, indeed. telling us what hops are in there. So a bit of citra, a bit of mosaic, a bit of sabro. Cracking um, combo. So taste juicy, smooth and moorish, which to be honest, as a Nipah, that's kind of what I would be looking for. That's what you want. Uh, mild bitterness with a silky smooth texture and a big juicy blast refresh in Wonderland. Oh, okie dokie, you guys. We certainly... It will. So we have got an addition of lactose in this, which is nice. Um, and we've got barley, oats and wheat making up the malt profile. Um, the combination of citra and mosaic is just a classic modern hop combo. 
Um, you, you'll have seen that on many, many, many beers, I'm sure. But the addition of Sabro, I think, is a nice touch. Sabro comes from um, the same family as, uh, as Citra Mosaic. It's um, It was developed by the same hot breeding company and uh, should... It should make a nice combination with the others because Citra will add a nice sort of creamy citrusy tang to it, hopefully. And then from the mosaic, we'll be getting a little bit of that nice uh, tropical mangoey passion fruitiness. Um, and then the Sabro hopefully should add a nice big sweet hit of things like coconut in there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a good, a good juicy fruit combination in this one. Well, then, shall we dive in? Mm, let's. Cheers. Cheers. That is very juicy. That, that is very juicy. Lip smackable. It's very refreshing compared mm. to a lot of Nipahs I've had. Like stereotypically, the ones that I've had have been very sort of fully packed with your tropicals, your stone fruits, all that sort of really juicy, moorishy, fruitiness. Um, this has got it, but it's actually got quite a nice bit of not quite resinousness but it, it's almost got that sort of dryness there to really sort of balance it out. It's fruity, but it's not, not overtly fruity. No, no, it's not. I think what is interesting here is that they're calling this New England Pale rather than the New England IPA, um, which is an interesting distinction because generally speaking, you would expect um, a Nipah to be somewhere in the region of six to seven and a half percent, maybe even if it's a slightly higher. Um, whereas this is only 4.1, and I think the fact they're calling it this rather than a Nipah would indicate that it's less kind of heavily hopped and aggressively hopped than a Nipah is. It's also relatively clear as well. I can I can actually see my fingers right through it. Um, so it's not too hazy. It, it's kind of a, it's like a toned down version of a Nipah, really, a New England Pale Ale. That's the way I like to think of it. Yeah, that sounds. And I think right. that's exactly what this is. You know, it's got that, it's got that juiciness. There's loads and loads of, of of fruit in there. It is plentiful, but it's not quite got the same, um, you know, huge mouth filling, creamy thickness, um, and that same aggressive, sweet, sharp balance that you would expect of of a, of a classic Nipa. It's a little bit more toned down. Um, and as you say, it does bring that little bit of dryness, um, which, if anything, emphasises the juiciness as well. Yeah. So I think it, it's it's quite nicely observed this, actually, as an alternative. No, that's that's fair. And you're right. You know, it is a New England pale rather than a New England IPA. Um, I guess, again, you know, one shouldn't make too many assumptions. Like, I guess just seeing the words New England on the label, I my mind was very quickly going to... Um, almost like the Lil Neepers we've had from other breweries, just that Absolutely. idea of it being, like you say, a toned down version. I just wasn't quite expecting the balance in the way that they've done it, but this is yeah. really, really nice. I mean, you say about the, the colour and stuff. I mean, I, I can just about see the shadow of my hand through the glass. I wouldn't mm. say I could see much more than that through it. Do you know, um, now i poured out a bit more, I'm, I'm the same, actually. It, it, dare I say, maybe we've caught a little bit of the sediment that might have been at the bottom of the can that's clouded yeah, it a touch. Yeah, possibly even um, just a little chill haze, to be honest, I'm not sure. But I would still go so far as to say this is hazy, not dank mm. in appearance. Very much so, yeah, I would absolutely agree with you on that. And it's it's definitely not dank in terms of the flavour either. It's far too light for that. Mm. It's got it's got a nice light touch. It is just a lovely, refreshing um, very very fruity really I, I think summer session to be honest um, I think oh, for sure with, <laughs> I with, a, with say... a weight like that that's just definitely sort of barbecue <laughs> beer territory isn't it 
absolutely spot on yeah i mean i wouldn't say that we're doing this a disservice by drinking it at this time of year but i think um i think that's what it has in mind <laughs> i think that's um, fair i mean the color schemes on the the can art and the scenery and stuff as well okay it's a deep blue but it's a blue mm. sky you've got lots of sort of reds and oranges and yellows and stuff in the scenery yeah it, i mean dare i say with the color of the leaves it makes me think a little bit more of springtime rather than summer from just looking Possibly. at the picture yeah but, but it is quite bright it's very bright. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right there. Having said that, I think this is definitely um, a beer that you can enjoy at any time of year, just by dint of the fact that it is a good beer. And a good beer can be enjoyed at any moment. Apart from perhaps at breakfast. I don't know. What about that uh, mimosa cocktail one we had from Tiny Rebel last year? There are exceptions that prove the rule. <laughs> Bloody Mary is also an acceptable substitute. Oh, yeah. yeah but, right. <laughs> but let's not drift down the road of talking about other people. We're talking about this one. Um, no, this is really, really nice. As you say, nice and light. Dare I say, actually, for anyone exploring the world of IPAs, and I know it's not an IPA, but just go with me on this. Yeah, yeah, sure. Exploring the world of IPAs, this would actually be a really good introduction into the world of the Nipa. Definitely. Because you've got those flavours, it's really nicely balanced, it's nice and light, very, very drinkable. But then if you really like that, you could then just push yourself that little bit further into the world of the Nipa and and push and see whether you sort of like that development. I think that's a cracking idea. Yeah, it's, you know, it's got the juiciness, it's got plenty of tropical fruit in there, it's got the hallmarks, just slightly less so and i think that, that that would actually be an excellent idea for someone who sort of wants to start exploring neepers but isn't quite ready to dive in head first because they can be you know neepers can be incredibly rewarding but they can also be quite overwhelming sometimes they can be bloody scary sometimes for <laughs> so yeah i think that's a great idea and i think i like this beer for that you know it's just it, it's just a good beer you know it's just well made sometimes you know a beer doesn't have to be um, mad or experimental kind of blow your mind it, it can just be a good beer well made and that's exactly what this is and i'm really enjoying it for that oh huge tick in a box with that descriptor for this beer for sure so the question is what are we rating it mm, it's an excellent question um it sounds a bit boring in the middle of the road but i i'm struggling to think of any way around me giving it a 3.5 i think i know that sounds like a bit of a dull answer but i think that's about where it sits for me yeah, i mean we've had this conversation before about you being dull for giving it a 3.5 I, I disagree with you i agree with you on the rating i disagree with your reasoning for it a 3.5 is a really good rating for us to give a well, beer yes that's true it's brilliantly made as we've already said it's very tasty it's really well balanced very sessionable very enjoyable it's not maybe pushing the upper echelons because it's not got maybe the wow factor that some of the beers we've had have. Sure. But also, it's nowhere near pushing those lower levels because it's good. You know, the fact of the matter is it's a three-point something because it's a good beer. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I suppose I was I was afraid that it would seem like an obvious answer. But, you know, the truth is um, this beer is absolutely... It's, it's ticking every box in terms of what it sets out to do. It, it, you know, it hits the nail on the head for what the, for what the can says. Um, so it gets a tick there and, yep. you know, I'm enjoying it a lot and would happily have it again on Absolutely. more than one occasion. So for that alone, it deserves it. 
fair. I mean, to elaborate a little, and I know we've done this a little bit before with beers and we sort of settled on a score because of us not wanting to round up. We always round down. Sure. I would say this is a 3.5. I wouldn't say this is pushing the 3.6, 3.7, yeah. like we've talked about Agreed. before. I think this is just a good, solid 3.5. Absolutely. Yeah, bang on. I, I can totally agree with that. And a wonderful opener to this episode. Lovely opener. Really nice. Good start. Shall we see what's next? Oh, yes, please. Which, as already mentioned, is the boogie below. Yes, it is. So, what have we got here? Well, according to the can... Oh, yeah. Good spot. According to the can, we have a beer that is packed with mango, pineapple, coconut and citrus flavours, smooth and creamy with rounded bitterness, all making for one wildly tropical IPA. Taste profile, juicy, tropical, creamy, Mm. hops, citra, Idaho 7 and Sabro. So a very slight change in the hop profile there. Uh, well, in terms of the actual hops used, we don't know about the amounts, obviously. Um, and this being a milkshake IPA, of course, we also have the addition of lactose, um, as well as oats and wheat, as it happens. So this should be quite interesting. We're slightly stronger here, 5%, but, you know, not exactly um, not exactly breaking the bank, as it were, for uh, IPA strength. This is still relatively gentle. It certainly is. And while you were talking about that, I'm trying to work out what the hell's going on on the can art. I mean, it's awesome, but I'm really struggling to work out how to describe it. I mean, there are sort of (laughs) monoliths in the background along the side that are all speaker stacks or stacks, which just look amazing. Very Um, cool. There's just wonderful changes in colour as you look through the different bits of the landscape going back in the distance, going from sort of dark purple to greens and teals up into the skyline, mm. sort of very peachy and pink. It's beautiful um, sort of soft pastel colours, very calming. It is very calming. And then over that, it kind of looks like, if we're going to go with that musical analogy of the amplifiers, it looks like a roadie has gone to town with the smoke machine. <laughs> it really does, doesn't it? Yeah, got a bit carried away there, huh? And then you've just got our friend Alfred just sort of stood there in the middle. I don't know whether he's just waiting for the rest of the band to come on stage, if it is musical, or whether he's just exploring this wonderful world or what. But yeah, I mean, it, it's very again, cool. Again, look at the picture because I'm clearly not on my game today in, in the world of descriptions. But I think that's as good a description as I could have given because this is a really hard one to describe. Yeah, please do check out the pictures because they're worth looking at these cans. Some of New Bristol's art is very pretty indeed. They, they really, really are. And with that in mind, shall we see how pretty the beer's going to be? Let me answer you like this. <laughs> oh, that didn't quite go as smoothly as you wanted it to, did it? No, it really didn't. It, it slipped on my against my fingernail. <laughs> That's what you get for stealing my line. That's what it was supposed to sound like. That'll teach me. <laughs> That'll learn him. No, that every time I try and do something smooth, it sort of smooth, it never works out. Because you're not smooth, sort of smooth. No, clearly not. Never mind, maybe this beer will be. Oh, yeah, good. That, that was quite smooth for you. See, that was quite a good segue. I'm getting a really lovely waft coming out of the uh, out of the can here, and as I pour it into the glass. Mm. 
same sort of thing. There's definitely a, a much more distinct creaminess to this one in terms of the fruit smell coming out. I'm definitely getting some some coconut from that sabro. Uh, I'm getting some some tropical fruit. I wonder maybe something along the lines of possibly tangerine or passion fruit. Possibly. I'm getting a bit of pineapple. A bit of pineapple, definitely. And the Idaho 7, I think, is is bringing something earthy to this, to the party as well. Just slightly. I think you're right. Well, with that in mind, should we dive in? Please let's. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. 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 Oh, okay. There's some interesting stuff going on here. Oh, that's good stuff. Hmm. Okay, plenty to unpack. There's a lot going on in this. Yeah. That's that's more complex than I'd anticipated, actually. I mean, for starters, it's bloody delicious it is that yes yeah let's go for the the simple one page summary for those who don't want the full the full report uh, the pressy is it's very tasty so with that said let's uh, continue with our actual proper breakdown of this beer so what have we got here well told you before we've got beer Keep asking okay, that fine. Question. I can't it's deny it anymore. Beer. You're right. I didn't want to admit it, but yes, you're right. It is beer. I can't deny it any longer. <laughs> and what we've got is another very fruity, juicy beer, um, but it's got a different character from the last one, without question. Uh, it, it's definitely got, as one would expect from a milkshake IPA, more of a creaminess to it. It Which, really does. It's not overtly creamy like some milkshake IPAs I've had before, though. It's mm. just maybe, if anything, it's slightly more subtle milkshake in the IPA than others that we've had. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd, it's still I'd working go in with the background that. there really, really nicely. Oh, it is. It is. And I, I've always felt that Sabro is a hop that lends itself beautifully to, to the, that milkshake style because it's got, it brings flavors that really complement that. So, you know, we are, as the can says, actually getting plenty of mango and pineapple and coconut. Um, and there is something mm, sort of zesty and slightly citrusy about it. Um, with a, it, it's, it's there something with right. an orange hue, definitely. I was, I was about to say, it's definitely something from the orange family. Yeah, maybe I'm not sure. I can't quite put my finger on what. I'm, I was wondering Clementini. if it was maybe Mandarin. Yeah, something like that. Not. It's not kind of... It's it's fleshy, but it's not... Uh, it, it doesn't quite have that sharp acidity of an actual orange. It's that slightly softer, more sweet um, kind of clementine mandarin-y feel. Oh, definitely. And uh, and then there there is just a little hint, hmm. unless I'm much mistaken. Yeah, just right at the back, right at the end of of, of this. Um, once it's once it's wafted across your palate, right at the end there, it just leaves a, a little hint of something slightly spicy, earthy, and resinous. Just just a tiny bit. 
just enough mm. um, to, to take the edge off and prevent it from going into full on sweetness with, with the fruit here. Do you know what? I've just taken another mouthful and you're saying you're absolutely right. It really just to bring mm. it back wonderfully. Mm. And along with that creaminess, I think is, is going in hand with the coconut that they were talking about. Yes, it will exactly. come with the flavour profile as well, but just, just in terms works. of that, that mouthfeel and everything else that's going on with the beer. Exactly. It's not overtly prominent, but you know that it's there. Yeah, definitely. And it's got it's got a very pleasant mouthfeel, actually, without needing to be super thick, you know, because it, it's it's not I wouldn't call it a thin beer, but it's I wouldn't call it thick either in terms of the texture. But it still has a very uh, pleasant and pleasing mouthfeel. It does. You know, it it coats your mouth just enough. Um, I mean, if I were feeling really, really super picky, I'd maybe argue it doesn't have much of a finish. You know, it doesn't really it doesn't really linger and stick around after mm. it's gone. But um, nonetheless, you know, while it's on your palate, it's very pleasurable indeed. It certainly is. And what you were saying about the the, the sort of semi thinness, if you like, mm -hmm. is would that be sort of synonymous with the fact that it is a touch lower on the ABV than some of the other milkshake ones we've had, like alcoholic Possibly. content does yeah. often lend to the, the body of a beer a little bit. Um, I mean, the other thing that I would notice just maybe from me, and I might be just a bit weird. Um, I mean, I am a bit weird, but I'm in terms of describing say. this beer. Um, <laughs> this feels fizzier than quite a few of the milkshake IPAs we've had before as well. Mm. I'm noticing the bubbles okay. in it more than I feel I have before in others. Oh, that's an interesting point on which to pick up. Mm. Okay, I, I must admit, that's not something that I had consciously noticed, um, but that's an interesting point to raise. Um, and I suppose, yeah, you, you sort of... Yeah, I guess there there is something in that. Maybe with the, that really sort of creamy milkshake style, you, I guess you don't tend to notice it so much, but you kind of, you know, mm, can yeah. tell the carbonation's there. I'm not going to say it's forced carbonated because it... it no, 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 that's, that's not what I'm I am trying quite to sure either. it isn't. Um, no, I think not at just, all. But, with those stronger uh, ones, they tend to just be, the bubbles aren't quite so obvious, let's say. And you get that creaminess and the finish and the feel and everything like we've talked about. Maybe it is maybe that strength just, just flattens them out a bit. It could be. It could be something yeah. as simple as that. But it's just sipping it and knowing the word milkshake is in the description. It's just one of the things that my mouth has picked up on. Interesting. I must admit, looking at it, it's um, there's definitely that there's a there are sort of pockets of, of bubbles. Um, flowing through it and it's retaining its head quite nicely but i wouldn't say and you know my, my beer glass uh, possibly this is to do with the fact that it's quite a hazy beer and i can't see through it but as far as i can tell my glass that i'm using does have a nucleation point but i can't really see it nucleating all that much no i know what you mean i can't I mean, see mine, it doing a whole lot mine i'm not sure it does actually I'm probably it doesn't look it glass, but which makes it quite interesting i suppose yeah, I, as I say, hmm. I might be might be off base there. It might be the glass I'm drinking it from. It could be no, no, any I'm other factor. Of, but I'm noticing what you mean now that you've said it. Well, then I'm glad I said it. <laughs> but it's not. It's I'm glad you're noticing point. it that I've said it because it makes me feel like I'm not a complete lunatic on my yeah. own. At least there's one other. Oh, you, you can still be a complete lunatic. Just you know, I'm there's not two saying of us. I'm not. I'm just saying I'm not on my own. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it, it's an interesting 
point to raise, I think, because it's not something that we often consciously think about. And it's not something that we often consciously notice either. I certainly didn't. Um, but, you know, it, it does all add to, to the experience and that, and that mouthfeel. So it's a good point to raise. It, it does. And, you know, as we, as we come towards the idea of, of rating this, I, again, at the risk of sounding dull, uh, I think this is also worthy of the 3.5. I think for different reasons to the other. Yeah, but I was going to say the same um, thing, to be fair. But it's, it's definitely, for me, not worth more than that. And I know in the tone of my voice, I'm starting to sound a little bit critical. I'm not certainly not, not less than a critic that. at all. It's certainly not worthy of less than that, for sure. It yeah, just definitely, again, exactly. it sits there. It's brilliantly made. All the flavours that just, have been picked out in the yeah. little description are there. You know they are. There may be, as we've said, for us, one or two more that we're sort of trying to you know dissect from this but everything's there it's well described it's well brewed yeah it's, it's all very there. drinkable it's really enjoyable it yeah a good solid 3.5 i think yeah absolutely it, it is just bang on that mark i think you know another really lovely beer again another one that i would quite happily have again and again in fact i'd, I'd quite happily spend an entire sort of lazy afternoon session on this you know if we were for example visiting the brewery's tap room you know on a sort of pleasantly slightly warm day with nothing else to do could quite happily while away a number of hours having having this just over and over again and just you know kicking back and chilling out and it would be a very very pleasant sort of slightly sleepy afternoon i think I completely agree. I mean, my one criticism of that would be if we're going to a tap room, we want to try as many as we possibly can. But I yeah, okay, do, bad example. The image, Maybe the, this the is word, the only one left on tap. <laughs> <laughs> the word picture that you painted was definitely one that I'd be welcome to walk along. Yeah, it would just be a really lovely way to spend a, a few hours, wouldn't it, really? A few hours, a whole day, definitely. A whole day, exactly. I'd be quite happy with that because this is really pleasant. and I don't think I'd tire of it anytime soon. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. No, really yeah. good beer. Again, and just a, a damn good beer, really. A damn good beer. A damn good second beer after a damn good first beer. So shall we try and look at what the damn good third beer is going to be? Let's see if we can make it three from three. And as we've already said, our third beer of today is Mellow Yellow. And just to dive yes. in, on the side it says, chock full of hop flavour and aromas emoting soft, zesty orange pear and watermelon a lush tropical fruit bomb with a soft pillowy mouthfeel and then in capitals store cool drink fresh okay okay uh taste profile juicy and sunny interesting hops mosaic and citra and as we just really just noticed as we pick this up to drink it this label firstly just has a far more tactile feel to it compared to the yeah other. it's slightly different it's that sort of slightly i don't really know how to describe it that's sort of more sandpaper is not the right word but you know what i mean it's that slightly yeah it's not smooth you know it's that slightly it's sort not of, smooth sort of smooth it's, it's, it's not kind of rough sort of it's rough it's, kind of rough yeah exactly exactly and you know sometimes i like it kind of rough you know um, we were talking before but, about oversharing oh is this one of those moments oh this okay sorry mm, damn sorry about that <laughs> and um going again just to try and quickly chat through the the design of the can art 
The beer's called Mellow Yellow. There's wonderful themes of yellow. Guess in what this. the colour is? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Um, I, maybe it's just me, but the, I'm getting feels of final cutscene of a video game. Yes, I'm glad oh. you said that because that's exactly what it it evokes in me. Actually, yeah, yeah, some kind of dystopian FPS or something. Yeah, definitely. Alfred is yeah. stood on a sort of wooden bridge type platform with birds flying around him. It kind of looks like he's holding up some sort of yellow flare into the yellow sky on the yellow label of or the mellow yellow bomb, beer. Possibly. Possibly smoke bomb, but it's that kind of idea. I'm going with flare for that sort of cutscene and cutscene feel of yeah. he's finished everything. He's blown the flare up just to say, come and pick me up. My mission is complete. That's the exactly sort of feel I'm getting for this. But it is he's like he's been up in a city in the sky he's surrounded by sort of clouds and yeah and what have you uh it, but it looks as always utterly brilliant it's great i really like this one actually it's got such a well at the risk of sounding a little obvious it, it's got kind of a mellow feel to it and uh for those of you who have decided that your veganuary was successful and you want to continue the theme this one is a vegan beer um that's it i have nothing more to add to that. <laughs> well no in that case i will add for those of you that wanted to go down the route of try january and you've not tried it yet then join us as we are about to there you go better better right let's see if we can make this a hat trick today it's new bristol is there really any doubt not much really no oh my god the beer's yellow no way well, now I can tick that off. I've had a beer in every colour. Yeah, because we don't see many yellow beers. No, never. Hardly ever. What? Never? <laughs> um, so we do once again actually have uh, oats and wheat as well as barley in, in the malt profile of this one. Um, as mentioned, mosaic and citra. So absolutely in terms of combinations of, of combinations of hops, this is the ultimate modern classic mosaic and citra. They just go together. They are their sibling hops and they just go together. Like two things that go really well together. They go together like birds of a feather. Yeah. Why not? 90 sitcoms are available. <laughs> Nicely done. So um, I try sometimes harder than I need to. In terms of the nose of this one, I'm definitely I'm getting more, much more of that citrus fruit. The mosaic, I think, will add a little bit of tropicalness. But uh, what's interesting to notice this is um, that they they say this is just a straight IPA, just India Pale Ale, five point two percent. So um, on the lighter end of the spectrum, certainly, but um, no additions of lactose or anything to to add to the the creaminess and sweetness here so it'll be interesting to see how this differs from the other two in that sense um but it it, it certainly smells and looks promising so should we dive in i was about to say shall we find out how good this beer is probably should cheers, cheers. that is different from the other two definitely it is a mm. different beer yeah th- do you know what that's quite interesting there's hmm 
Very One interesting. One thing I would say, just as a very quick statement to start off with, yes, it is a different beer. The flavours are very different. The hops have been very different throughout the different beers. Mm -hmm. It still has that same theme of having a wonderful fruity flavour, which I'm sure we'll go into greater detail in a moment. Certainly. But with that finish at the end, just to kick it back into touch without anything being too overpowering in one direction or the other, it just, again, that balance is just there really, really nicely. Yeah. But what I think is really interesting is that, um, I'm sure you won't be expecting me to say this, but there's something in there that's almost reminiscent of a Rauch beer. I'm not sure what it is. I'm, I'm going to take a few more swigs and I'm going to try and see if I'm on the same page as you. Let's see what you think. I say almost. Just something on the finish. There's something in the combination of a little bit of maltiness and a little bit of dryness that's just bringing a, a hint of something that borders on smoky to the proceedings. You know what? I took a mouthful straight off the bat just to sort of be able to say what I did. And then you said that, and I thought, you're talking absolute shit. Yeah, as usual. He's, he's gone usual. fully mad now. But... I've just taken two more big gulps sort of straight after each other and then just let it settle in my mouth. And yeah, there's, there's, something, something, isn't there's there? something there that is borderline. I'm not sure what it is that's doing that, but there is something because there, you know, there is certainly no smoked malt in this. Um, but there's something that is just weirdly very slightly reminiscent. And I should say that it is also, you know, very bright and refreshing and juicy but there's definitely much more of a pronounced dryness to this one than to the other two, which is only right. I think, you know, there kind of should be mm. in a way, but there's, mm. it's definitely something it's I know what going you mean. on than I was expecting. The idea yeah. of new England in the first one. And as again, as I said earlier, that idea of new England just screams fruit in the back of my head, mm -hmm. you know, milkshake for the second one, again, creamy, Smooth, sort of smooth, fruity, all that sort of thing. Absolutely. This is definitely kicking the, the theme a little, if you like, um, just in terms of the flavours that are going on. This is definitely yeah. the most unique out of the three. Absolutely. One out of three can be unique, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's something going on there. It's not... I'm not entirely sure that I would say I'm getting a tropical fruit bomb out of this like when i read that no. it made me think the fruit flavor is going to absolutely explode yeah. out of the not glass. tropical certainly um, it's very fruity i'll give it it's that. very fruity but actually that balance of the little bit of dryness and borderline whatever's going on with the alchemy mm. later like we said it's not quite sitting in the description the way that i thought it might not quite not to say it's not a really excellent no. beer to finish off as well i will i have to confess ahead of time I will be marking it down ever so slightly for it not being as described, um, but that's not that's to fair. say that I'm not enjoying it and that it's not good because it's not, truth is, it's not a tropical fruit bomb. I'm not getting a lot of tropical fruit here. I'm getting plenty of citrus. There's loads of kind of mm. lovely pith and peel. Um, of, I'm getting of the zesty orange they described about. Yeah, definitely, definitely zesty orange. And... Mm. Possibly a little hint of pink grapefruit as well. I'm getting a little bit, I think, of that um, that uh, 
slightly kind of that juicy but slightly spicy watermelon mm. coming through. Just a little, a little bit of pear through the more I sip as well. Possibly a little, a little, bit, a little bit of pear, yeah. Huge, but just a little um, bit of subtle. But again, I'm reading the description and I'm saying that it's there. If it wasn't written, maybe I probably wouldn't have noticed it. Possibly, possibly not. It's hard to say. So yeah, I'm I'm getting definitely orange, maybe hints of pear and watermelon, but in terms of a tropical fruit bomb, I think that's possibly not the case. Soft, pillowy mouthfeel again. Um, it's sort of there. Sort of. It is quite soft, definitely. I will give it that. Um, it's definitely you know, soft. It, I feel like I'm criticising it, and, and that feels a little unfair because it's nicely put together, and, and for an IPA, it does bring that... Um, it does bring the dryness that I that I would expect. You know, it brings um, a certain kind of essential oil resinousnessness. Yeah, it, it does. Nice. And that's the thing. I, th- I think it's fair for us to say that. You say, you know... That Which is indicative of a lot of hops. It is. And this is a really nice beer. It's not necessarily one I think I would dive back to in the same way as the first two we've had. No, it's not as easily approachable, but it is not interesting. Quite. It is lovely, but I don't think it's entirely unfair for us to say that with us drinking it, it's not quite hitting the description that they've written. We've talked about this before with other beers, and we've yeah. marked other beers up or down, saying how well they've hit the profile that has exactly. been set out for. Um, it is definitely soft. Would yeah. I have said this was pillowy without it being written? I don't think I would have. Arguable, yeah. It'd be close. Um, but it is, a, again, another brilliantly made beer from a great brewery. It's really enjoyable. It's really nice. I would have it again. Yeah, it's a good beer. I wouldn't necessarily want to sit and session it like I would have wanted to the first time. Right, that's fair. That's fair. Even though at 5.2% is borderline sessionable. But no, you know, I think you're right. I think this is, it's a good IPA. It's a good beer. And I think in terms of just being a good IPA, it does hit that mark. Mm. But in terms of setting out to um, hit every mark in, in terms of what's described on the can, it doesn't quite do that in no. every in every aspect. So I think um, I think it's fair to say that while this is this is good and almost there, it's just not quite there. Um, at least not perhaps as much as the other two were. So I think I'd probably have to give this one a 3.25, but it's a strong mm. 3.25. Oh, I, I was just thinking exactly the same sort of thing. I was thinking I'd probably want to rate it maybe about a 3.4. That would be fair. You know, that'd yeah. be justifiable, but as we mm. always do, if it's that sort of scenario, um, it's going to have to be marked down to, to 3.25. Down. But Again, not to say that it is not a wonderful beer. It's really nice. I'm thoroughly it's very enjoying good. it. It's I'm certainly just, just not quite what the other yeah. two were. I'm certainly not disappointed to be finishing on this one because it's still very nice. Mm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, not unhappy with it in any way. It's a good beer. I would recommend it. Go out and go out and buy it from New Bristol if you can and and give it a go. I'm sure you'll like it because it, it's, it's a good beer. And I think New Bristol have done a good job. Um, it's just one or two things that just aren't quite as on the money as they were with the other two. That's all. Exactly. Exactly. And at this point, 
also you say about sort of buying it from New Bristol, worth us mentioning that uh, today's beers we got from the great, great cam of KGs at Didcot. Ah, uh, um, dear cam. Dear, dear cam. cam. Um, he often will have some New Bristols available. It might not necessarily be the same ones all the time. New Bristol are a brewery that release a wonderful array of flavours, little twists on things that they yeah, do. They release quite regularly too, I think. They absolutely do. Yeah. Um, Cam's very so, good for, for New Bristol, so you know, do check him out. He certainly is. So Cam, a huge thank you for the beers today. And New Bristol, thank you for everything you do. We, we do enjoy yeah. all of your beers. Um, we love your beers. Thank so, you guys. Keep you know, keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully you won't feel us being sort of too critical of this last one, but that's kind of what we're here to do. I hope not. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, at the end of the day, we are critics. We have to be, you know, critical. We can't be, um, we can't be super pianistic all the time. Um, But, you know, just because we are uh, occasionally attempting to be fair-minded and give criticism as much as praise, that doesn't mean that we don't love your beers because, you know, we do. No, absolutely. We just love beer generally. Well, we absolutely do. But I think at this point, it's also worth saying, as we often do when we go to a brewery in Bristol, I picked the order of those words quite carefully. um, The Bristol craft scene is a strong, incredible beer scene to be part of. Yeah. Um, There are some amazing breweries. It takes a lot, actually, to to get noticed in in a scene like that. It absolutely takes a huge amount and you are well worthy of your place in such a strong craft beer scene. Yeah, Bristol is an exciting place for craft beer. So It absolutely is. So thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for the three beers today. Um, Mm. If you are anywhere near Bristol, um, get yourself to New Bristol. Get yourself a a, a mixed pack of everything they do and just enjoy everything they do. It's fantastic. Yeah, honestly, do check them out. And, um, you know, if you're not anywhere near Bristol, then you know, check out your own locals, check out your own local breweries, um, bottle and can emporia, what have you, and just, you know, find out what's going in your own local scene. Cause there'll be something going on. There absolutely you know, there's there's always good craft beer to be found wherever you are. Too true. And also, of course, don't forget your local tap rooms, especially if you're sort of Bristol adjacent, yeah. I suppose they probably hopefully have some new Bristols on tap absolutely um, definitely support your locals and support your locals and your independence and your independence and if yeah. you're not fortunate enough to be anywhere that does have a nice local beer shop of any description then of we course, can still help with that we certainly can uh kgs do a nationwide delivery as we've often said before and there aren't any other places that we normally talk about are there? That's, that's about it, right? Oh, I wonder. <laughs> no, um, I'll I'll take this one if I may. Uh, yeah, oh, Cambridge Wine right. Royston as well. You know, we if you're not local to us, um, and you're not local to, you know, you maybe remote and and there's there's no one, you know, near you that's that's doing interesting stuff, um. You know, we can help you out because we also do nationwide delivery. So, and and, and we stock, I think, quite a good range of independent uh, of beers from independent breweries. So, um, you know, feel free to check us out as well if you fancy it. Absolutely, just get out there, find some beers, keep yeah. that. Find some beers and have a good time. Find some beers, have a good time, keep that feeling of try January going throughout the year. 
Exactly. Try, you can try, try new stuff all year. It doesn't have to be in January only. Exactly. Try annually rather than try January. Very nice. Very nice. Just be very careful how you pronounce that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> With that note, there is nothing more for me to say except from me, Boozer. <laughs> me, the brain. Do you know what? I'm just glad that he corpsed himself as much as he did. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Thanks a lot for listening and uh, hopefully uh, we haven't put you off with that and you'll tune in again next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.